0: Everyone, welcome to the amateur podcast. I'm your host, Ryan O'Connor. And today is a special weekend. It's Thanksgiving weekend in here in Canada. So I have a very special guest today. I'm um, today um, for the podcast, I'm talking to my mom who every year cooks my family and I a delicious Thanksgiving feast, which includes turkey, stuffing, Potatoes, vegetables, all the all that good stuff. So she's going to talk to us today about how to cook a delicious holiday feast. So thanks so much for talking to me today, Mom.
1: Happy to do it. <laughs>
0: Great, and welcome to the show. Um, so I guess my first question is: How did your family celebrate the holidays when you were younger? That the holidays being Thanksgiving and Christmas, because those are the ones that tend to be very similar in terms of how they're celebrated. How did your family celebrate those holidays, and what did you eat for dinner?
1: Well, those hol- I hardly remember Thanksgiving, actually, because I left home when I was 19 and uh, couldn't fly home in those days. It was too expensive. I'm a little older now, so really, I mostly remember Christmas with my family, and um, it was a big event. You know, It was, it was very exciting. Um, we always cooked the turkey. My sister and I helped my mother when she made the turkey, but she did all the work. And uh, we had quite a feast and invite family over. It was great.
0: Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. What did you and your sister do to help your mom with the cooking?
1: I think I did a lot of chopping. Yeah? Yeah. I chopped celery. I chopped onion. I chopped peeled potatoes. I did the work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Must have improved your chopping skills.
1: You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, um, what did you cook usually, or what did your mother cook usually on th- on Christmas?
1: Well, you know, my mom was of Swedish heritage, so I think that they used to have smorgasbords type things, you know, for mm-hmm. Christmas. And and my father was a British heritage, and they had a very basic, rather bland meal, but it was good—the turkey, mm-hmm. the potatoes, the carrots, the everything. So she pretty much followed his family's um, uh, traditions mm-hmm. and made turkey and everything else the way my grandmother did mm-hmm. and really left out her own family um, folklore, I guess. One year she tried to make us this dish called palt, <laughs> which, which is, tastes, probably tastes better than it sounds, but it's a Swedish dumpling that's filled with bacon and anyway, nobody liked it. <sighs> so that was the end of that. Aww. So really, we stuck to a very... Poor grandma. Poor grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Very um, traditional British, probably, or Canadian type um, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, is that where your influence comes when you're cooking nowadays? Is, does it come from that British tradition?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I um, pretty much do everything the same way she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there are a million stuffing or dressing recipes out there, and you, you know, some have sausage, some have cranberries, you know, variations on dressing, but I make it the exact same way she did every year. And, uh, yeah.
0: Nice. So how did you learn, uh, to cook a holiday feast? Did you learn from your mom working beside her or did you develop most of your skills later on when you had to do it on your own?
1: Well, I certainly, I must've learned a lot working beside her Mm -hmm. and watching her, Mm -hmm. but, um, I sort of was thrown into the fire the year she died. I was thirty-two, and we came home, or went back to my home for Christmas that year. And I knew that I was going to have to cook the turkey dinner because <laughs> uh, I was the older sister. I just thought that was my job. So I, um, you know, there were recipe books. I looked it up. I did this. Mm-hmm. I did that. It was it. It turned out quite well. Aunt Myrtle yeah. came over to check on me, make sure I didn't screw it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everything worked out? Everything yeah. worked
1: out. Yeah, oh, it was good. Yeah. Huh.
0: So you must have learned a lot before that from your mom.
1: I must have, maybe yeah. through osmosis, because yeah. I don't remember yeah. ever doing it before that. Oh, so. interesting.
0: And since then, have you done a lot of changes or uh, anything that you've done to, I guess, improve or, or adjust your technique or has it been pretty stable since that first time?
1: Uh, I have made changes, little tweaks here and there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, trying to think. It used to be you cooked the turkey for six or eight hours. You don't have to do that anymore. Like <laughs> we figured that one out. Oh, yeah? I've tried different things. I've tried brining it one year uh-huh. and it came out really well, except that it's really hard to brine a turkey because you have to find somewhere to put it in the brine yeah which is a cooler or somewhere right it's 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 just it was kind of awkward so i never went back to that one (laughs) um and now i've got a convection oven it cooks it up really quickly so Mm -hmm. you know you just move with the times i think and change accordingly
0: yeah Yeah. what are some of your most memorable moments of cooking on the holidays
1: memorable (laughs) (laughs) Well, certainly, I mean, we're at, up at the lake right now, at the cottage, and yep. certainly Thanksgiving, I don't remember Thanksgiving before doing it here. Yeah. So I love doing it here because it's an open concept. You know, uh-huh. everybody can be involved, whether they're cooking or not, you feel like you're part of the crowd. Yeah. And it's always a happy time, and the leaves are beautiful, and people go for walks, and and there's a little drinking and partying. It's very
0: and, relaxing. And yeah, It's very, it's great, very relaxing. It's, it's a, a great, great Great setting for Thanksgiving. It is a yeah. perfect setting. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's definitely. a good time of year. I mean, American Thanksgiving is the, you a
0: little know, bit late w- in the season. Yeah. Ours yeah. is
1: beginning of October, so the yeah. weather's always Still sometimes warm. it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes you guys even go swimming.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but usually,
1: true. you know, you put the turkey in the oven up here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: go for a walk, come back. Yeah, it's all good.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Christmas has always been a little more chaotic. Especially when you guys were little, yeah. Because you get up, yeah. you open the presents, you try to make bacon and eggs, and then the next thing you know, you're trying to get the the turkey stuffed in right. the oven, and uh-huh. and uh,
0: it's a full full day ordeal, right? It's Including a lot of work, the, yeah, yeah. The and presents, it, it, the breakfast, yeah. The, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and my kitchen there is an open concept, so you know you're running into each other, and but yeah. it's still it's all fun. It's great. Yeah. I love it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a whole different uh, experience.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. so I guess the the kitchen makes a big difference, right? The kitchen space makes a big. I difference. think the
1: kitchen space yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah, because yeah, in our kitchen at home, one uh-huh. person could be helping me, but if we had any more than that, yeah. we'd be bumping into each other. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Do you find your methods a little bit different here compared to at the house in Toronto? Is do you do you approach it differently, or or is th- it the same? And
1: I think I pretty much do the same thing both yeah. But I might include people more here.
0: Okay. Because
1: yeah. just, first of all, everybody's already here yeah. at the cottage. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not waiting for people to show up later, yeah. you know, for dinner or yeah. whatever. And second, it just, again, the kitchen invites you to be part yeah, of things. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So you get a little bit more help. With the open concept kitchen, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's great. Actually, yeah. yeah.
0: You like the help? I do. <laughs>
1: well, no, <laughs> who I'm, I'm who actually doesn't though, right? I'm kind of controlling. so uh-huh. I, you know, I don't ask for a uh-huh. lot of help, but if anybody wants to and offers, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. You haven't gotten uh, my sisters Megan and Adrian involved in the chopping yet. Like,
1: uh, like I think I used to make them peel the potatoes. Uh huh. But that you know, who wants to peel potatoes? So that wasn't a great
0: right, job. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. And then Adrian, one year was go- I think she made the sweet potatoes. Uh huh. Some recipe that she found, and, and Megan always makes the pumpkin pie. Yeah, yep.
0: that's her. So I guess there's that's certain, her wheelhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then there was that year, you know, your wife Mariana brought the, uh, gnocchi, sweet yep. potato gnocchi, and that was yep. really neat.
0: Yeah.
1: In fact, that's the one thing I was thinking I might want to change. Uh
0: huh.
1: Going forward, is you know I've just been doing the same thing for every year forever, so it's yeah. just rote at this point. But we really enjoyed our Christmas last um, last year uh-huh. up in Thunder Bay. Yeah. Where we had Christmas dinner with the Croatian family. Oh yeah. And included in their Christmas dinner was, of course, turkey and gravy and uh-huh. potatoes, but also pierogies and cabbage rolls
0: and oh yeah,
1: a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And I thought that made it much yeah. more interesting. Yeah, you definitely. Know, and brought in the different cultures. So yeah. it'd be kind of fun to change it up a bit. Yeah. Of these
0: years. To try a different side dish. Or yeah. 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 That's that's true. I yeah. Mean,
1: I might get tired of this at some point, and I'll just tell everybody to bring a side dish. <laughs> in. You can bring whatever you want, right? <laughs>
0: Potluck style, Potluck right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so thinking as someone who wants to cook for their family on the holidays, maybe uh, you'll pass the torch off someday. If uh, if I if I take it up, what 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 do uh, what do I need to know before cooking if I want to take up this uh, this job of cooking a feast on the holidays?
1: Well, first thing you have to do is be really organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because stores are usually closed, especially at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. to have everything, you have to have your act together yeah. ahead of time.
0: Yeah. There's no last minute running There's to no. the Loblaws, right? No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so really, it's a lot of organizing because the turkey itself isn't that hard to cook. It's just making sure you've got everything on hand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, interesting. So the key is having the ingredients beforehand, knowing when stores are closed so you can get them all ready. Mm-hmm. So you have everything that you need.
1: I mean, for instance, if you buy a frozen turkey, you know, you have to give it a couple of days to thaw Right, yeah. So that's an important consideration. To fall it out of the fridge,
0: so. Yeah. You can't use the microwave for that, right?
1: No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you could try. I'm not sure how that uh-huh. will work. Uh huh. Um, the other one is um, you know, I buy a fresh turkey, so I have to actually order it a week ahead. Oh,
0: uh, really? So that they
1: have it in stock at the huh. local butcher's and then go pick it up a couple of days ahead of time and
0: Yeah, I imagine Turkeys sell out a lot around the holidays, so they can be hard to come by for...
1: I don't think they do at the grocery stores, but they, you know, if you want these um, supposedly better fresh turkeys... Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Because they order them according to the number of people that want them. Uh
0: So how far in advance, let's say it's Christmas, because that's probably the more difficult one in terms of when things are closed, how far in advance do you start planning for the holiday dinner?
1: <laughs> I'm not that organized. Okay. <laughs> a week ahead I'd say. A
0: week ahead. Okay, yeah. that's not that bad. That's yeah. uh, uh that's that's reasonable, I think and that that's that definitely gives you gives you enough time. So, yeah. 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 All it's right. mostly
1: ordering the turkey and then thinking through what you're going to have and yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, so yeah, you have all of the side dishes planned ahead of time, you know what you're going to serve ahead of time, mm-hmm. right?
1: Okay. Hmm. I I had an interesting Thanksgiving last year because we were in the U.S. and we got invited to somebody's house for uh, Thanksgiving dinner and they had us each bring a dish. Hmm. And so, you know, one of my friends brought um, mashed sweet potatoes that she bought at the Publix grocery store and brought. But they told me, asked me to make green bean casserole, which I'd never heard of. (laughs) And then one of them gave me a recipe and I'll I'll never make it again, but... (laughs) people down there love it it's part of their culture and mm-hmm. it was you know you, I don't know you make green beans with cream cheese and all this other stuff and you put dried onions on top and and cook it it was tasty but <laughs> Sounds it was a weird, lot of though, work that. for green beans uh, I usually just uh, boil them yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's an interesting approach too is giving someone a recipe to yeah. to do for yeah. a potluck I've never I've never experienced that myself or never heard of it
1: <laughs> but, well I might I might have looked into scants when she said to me can you bring a green bean casserole? I was like, okay. I don't really know what that (laughs) is, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we know we need to plan in advance. We need to get all the ingredients in advance, keeping in mind when the stores are closed. Uh, What cooking utensils do we need?
1: I think what you really need is, um, well, you need a turkey pan. Mm -hmm. I used to have a really good one. It was, well, it wasn't really good because it fell apart, but... It was a good pan to put the turkey in because it had a tray that you laid the turkey on, uh, and then you put it in the in this pan and cooked it so that you know you could lift the turkey out quite easily and mm. have the drippings for making gravy. So you need something like that. Now I just use aluminum foil pans, but someday I'll get a good one
0: hmm. again.
1: <laughs> um, so you need a really a good sized pan, um, and otherwise that's. I think that's, you need, I, you know, I use those lacers to lace the turkey up right. after you put the stuffing okay. in. Okay, yeah. Um, you need a, a brush for basting it. Right. A basting brush.
0: You don't use a dropper or whatever, what, what are those things called? Oh, are I they called them, basters uh, or like the, kind of like an eyedropper but bigger?
1: I forget what that's called, yeah. but I do have one of those and okay. I do use it, but mostly oh. I um
0: a thermometer? Do you use a thermometer as I well? I do use yeah. a thermometer
1: because okay. it's turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: Okay, so it's all, it's just the turkey pan, the thermometer, or the baste, or the brush is what Basically, we need for the turkey. Because okay. the
1: rest of the vegetables and whatnot are just your regular pots, yeah, and your pans. So, pots pans. Yeah, your typical pots,
0: pans, and uh, yeah. and whatnot, yeah.
1: But I do think it pays to have a really good um, turkey pan. Yeah. It's just, it's, they're big and they're hard to store, so.
0: Yeah, okay, um, so what types of ingredients do we need?
1: Well... You've ordered your turkey, you know yep. you're not gonna have that.
0: Yeah, we got all the utensils. We got the yep.
1: utensils. Mm-hmm. Um so you need um some bread to okay. make the stuffing. Yep. And you wanna cut that bread into you know, little pieces, um mm-hmm. twenty-four to forty-eight hours before so it okay. has time to dry out because oh, okay. it yeah. has to be stale, stalish. Right. I know you can buy it in the grocery store already done, but yeah. I like it better when yeah. I do my own. Yeah, um, and then I can get whole wheat bread if I want or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes I just go through the freezer and take...
0: Take out whatever bread's... Uh, just been was in hang, there a while, yeah. yeah. Like, Does it, so it doesn't really matter what kind of bread you use. It's it's more based on preference. Like if you like multigrain, go with multigrain if you like...
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the bread. traditional is probably white bread. White
0: bread, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can... You can
1: You can mix and yeah, match mix it you and can match, do whatever yeah. you want, yeah. It's a good idea. But the important thing is drawing and making sure it's stalish.
0: So yeah. leaving it out in in room temperature for 48 hours
1: yeah okay yeah when i one year it wasn't dried up enough basically so i just put it on a pan in the oven right toasted it there are ways around it but yeah yeah so you need that you need uh you need for my dressing stuffing you need celery onion garlic Mm -hmm. spices salt Mm -hmm. poultry spice that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and you fry up all the uh The onion and the celery and the garlic. And then you just mix it in with the stalish breadcrumbs. Hmm. And I usually make enough that I can stuff the bird with it. Mm -hmm. But then have some left over to put in a a casserole dish. Oh, yeah. So we have extra. Okay. But what I do before I even stuff the bird is I take inside are some gizzards and the turkey neck. Oh, yeah. Because what you want when you're making your gravy later is some good stock. Yeah. So yeah. if you take those out and you put them in a pot with some water and you boil them throughout the day, huh. you get some good turkey stock. You can throw in some nice. onion, celery, yeah. carrots, something to give it more flavor.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you can use that when you're making your gravy later. Huh. Or that's, you can buy chicken stock. It doesn't that, matter. But
0: That's a good hack, though. I mean, because you're probably not going to eat the turkey gizzard, right? No. Most, pe- <laughs> most people nowadays won't.
1: No, yeah. we don't.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So that's a good use of them and it makes uh-huh. for a nice little broth. Yeah. And then, you know, you just... Take the turkey, pour out all the blood and everything that's inside it, maybe dry it out a little bit if it's really wet, and then Uh put your stuffing in. And then take your turkey basters and close it up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Pop it in the oven at whatever temperature, 350 or whatever you choose. Some people cook it higher or lower. Mm -hmm. um, And leave it in the oven. And it cooks itself, basically.
0: So then you can go and get your wine and hang out with the family, right? Hang out with
1: the family. (laughs) Um, Baste it every once in a while. I usually start out without aluminum foil on it uh-huh. so it browns but then when it starts getting really brown i cover it up so it doesn't get too brown and right you just keep basting it basting it and
0: basting it every what half hour
1: yeah uh, yeah, every half okay. hour.
0: yeah. How, how long does it usually take to cook a turkey from start to finish if you're using 350 degrees
1: yeah if it's a say 15 pound turkey that'd be at least four hours five hours yeah. maybe okay but what i discovered um up here at one point is that if you use the convection oven,
0: yeah.
1: it gets done really quickly, it maintains the juices better, uh-huh. and I don't know, it was an accident that year, I didn't know it would get done so quickly, but what I found was then I could take it out of the oven, get it out of the way, cover it for a while, and then make the rest of the dinner, whereas before I was always trying to do it all together. Huh. So it gets done really quickly, like two, three hours in the oh, convection wow. oven,
0: huh.
1: and it maintains the juices better. Huh
0: so it depends on the oven you have and, the oven, yeah, and,
1: what temperature mm-hmm. how many pounds it is yeah. or kilograms
0: yeah. okay
1: okay a lot of the turkeys that you buy not the fresh one i got but if you buy them at, at a grocery store they'll have have instructions on the turkey right for okay. how long you should cook it and yeah. usually they're too long because they're they don't want you to get salmonella <laughs> so they, they make it maybe longer than right you probably have to okay you
0: know. that makes sense yeah yeah Um, okay, so during those couple hours, two to four hours or whatever, are you cooking other things? Are you cooking the potatoes and the other the carrots and whatnot and the peas, the beans?
1: Yeah, I used to cook every yeah, I used to cook Mm -hmm. all the other things while the turkey was cooking. And then I've recently discovered that if I just take it out and have everything else ready to go, so Mm -hmm. the turkey's in, we'll be peeling the potatoes and getting everything ready. Right. And then once the turkey's out of the oven and I cover it, and it just sits there and reabsorbs juices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, then I do the mash, cook the potatoes and everything else, right. and it's not as chaotic as uh-huh, trying to do it all at uh-huh. once.
0: Yeah, trying to multitask. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that has worked out well the last few years.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. How how long do you leave the turkey to sit after you take it out of the oven? What's what's a good...
1: I would imagine thing? the way I've been doing it, it's about an hour.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And that, that gives a time to rest and to.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you have to leave it that yeah. long. It's just been working for me. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh uh-huh. huh. Um, and then
1: you have to make the gravy too, right? When you get it out, right?
0: So, yeah. So yeah. how do you make the gravy? Take us through that process.
1: First, you have to get the bird out of the pan.
0: <laughs> that's the that's the heavy lifting, right? That's the
1: heavy lifting.
0: Uh huh.
1: And then, you know, there are these special um, pitcher kind of things that you can pour the the grease from the turkey into and uh-huh. the fat rises to the top and the brownish bits stay at the bottom. Okay. So you can pour off the the fat yeah. and you're left with the best part of the um, of the juices yeah. to make your gravy with. So your gravy doesn't come out really really greasy.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: huh. so that's and it's tastier. It's got yeah. a lot of flavor that yeah. that stuff. So huh. I try to do that. Try to scoop off as yeah. much of the fat as I oh, can. Okay. So I'm left with the actual
0: yeah the broth the juice like yeah juices, juices yeah.
1: Or- and then you um, put the pan on an element, and you or pour, pour it into a, a pot or something, uh-huh. and you um, add some of your, your broth that you've been cooking all day, yep. or chicken broth from a box, doesn't really matter, uh-huh. and you um, stir it up, and you add some spices, whatever you like, spicy, not spicy, mm-hmm. and then this is where Aunt Myrtle came in, because <laughs> she introduced me to... Uh, to gravy browning
0: oh yeah
1: so if you put a little bit, bit of that in it has flavor but it also gives it a really nice color hmm. and then i buy the
0: is that something you buy in the supermarket
1: yeah you can buy yeah. it in the supermarket. Okay. i never heard of it i don't think yeah. my mother used it but that uh-huh. one year she watched over me to make oh, sure i didn't okay. mess up dinner yeah. um she she brought hers over for me so
0: interesting so interesting
1: trick of the trade the trick of the
0: trade yeah then, yeah way back yeah. then yeah I guess it doesn't add much flavor to the gravy, but it does make it browner, so it looks yeah, nice. it looks and better.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. it has a little flavor, yeah. but it's more for the color, I uh-huh. think. uh yeah. And then I buy, there's a flour you can buy that's pre-sifted. Yep. And you just, it comes in a little kind of can with mm-hmm. like a salt shaker at the top, so you can just sprinkle the the flour in there and stir as you're doing it. Oh, mm, uh, neat. And it mm. thickens it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you put a little bit of flour in to thicken it at the end. and mm-hmm. yeah, okay.
1: Sometimes yeah. I put a bit of white wine in there, depending on, oh, nice. you know, you yeah. just taste it as you go along yeah, and yeah. see what you'd like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pepper, salt, uh-huh. whatever you think. Spice, huh. if you nice. want spice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice, sounds good. So once you've got everything cooked, uh, including the side dishes, the turkey, the gravy, the stuffing, how do you plate everything? How do you get everything to the table? Because that's an important part too.
1: That's an important part, and I think it's something I'm not very good at. <laughs> First of all, you got to get that turkey uh, sliced, right? Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that's a tricky part, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's not hard. It just takes a bit of time. So uh-huh. I guess usually I try and get Dad to start slicing the turkey yeah. while we're mashing the potatoes. So it mm. kind of lines up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we've got all the bowls and everything ready. If we're really smart, we want keep them warm in the the bowls are kind of warmish from the mm-hmm. oven so that when you put the food in them, they, they're warmer. It's warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, this year your sister is planning a beautiful Thanksgiving table with <laughs> all kinds of beautiful little decorations and a pumpkin on everybody's plate, a little mini pumpkin. And oh, okay. So I think we're going to have to have the presentation be a little classier than I usually do.
0: Yeah. We're and stepping it up this year. Huh? Stepping it yeah. up. Okay.
1: So we'll, we'll put the turkey out on the table and the gravy and the, you know, the different vegetables and different bowls and then people help themselves and pass it around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I
1: mean, we could do it buffet style, I guess, but I like it sitting down at the table. And then if you want more, you just grab yeah, the bowl. Yeah, you go and get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That works too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, are there any other tricks that you've learned over the years?
1: Other than the gravy bread? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think the only tricks are different ovens
0: uh-huh. di-
1: cook differently. Yeah. Um, Some turkeys take longer to cook than others. So, you know, you should really have a thermometer in there. Well, the other thing that Aunt Myrtle taught me Uh was to shake the turkey's leg. And if it's really stiff, it's not done. But if it's loose, it is done. So you shake the turkey's leg. And if it feels like it could fall off, then you know your turkey's really done. Yeah. So that's an interesting These are one. these
0: are useful tricks because my biggest fear if I'm cooking a turkey is that it's not going to be cooked enough and then
1: I know. But if you follow most recipes, they uh-huh. have you cook it for so long. You don't have to worry okay. about that. All my right. concern is always more that you can have a dry yeah. turkey. Yeah. Because, you know.
0: So are there any tricks to preventing a dry turkey? Is it to cook less than and then just do the leg shit. You shake the leg shake a little the leg. bit. Yeah. And
1: I think, you know, yeah. trust your meat thermometer and take right. it out when yeah. it says it's time. You know, because yeah. I'm always, I used to be, I'll just give it a little bit longer because I'm a bit worried because it's a white meat. Yeah. And, then, and I'm now I'm trusting my thermometer.
0: Yeah. What temperature should the thermometer say? What's the ideal temperature? You for, know what? I don't
1: remember because it, it says on it, wrong, it says okay. turkey. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's like 180 or something, yeah. but I'm not That's sure. That's a useful
0: yeah. thermometer.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Handy tool. Yeah. Yeah. Um so going back to the first time you cooked a holiday feast compared to now is there anything else you know now that you didn't know at the start at the first the first time you cooked that turkey?
1: Well, we'll see tomorrow when mm-hmm. I cook the turkey. <laughs> but I think I'm a lot more organized now. Yeah. In terms of getting it out, getting it ready. Yeah. Getting it to the table. I don't nobody might have noticed this before, but I was pretty frantic, you know, at the end,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: trying to get it all together, right, at uh-huh. the same time. Yeah. And now I think I'm. it just kind of flows. Yeah,
0: okay. So
1: um, there's that. There's there's one year I accidentally cooked the turkey upside down. Ooh. So so the breast was in the juice. Uh-huh. And it was actually the best turkey. I should do it again, but really? it just feels wrong. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm dyslexic when I'm putting the turkey in and it's upwards, it's down, and I'm trying to make sure I've got it right. But... I think some recipes actually call for cooking it breast down. So, oh,
0: interesting! Yeah. So you made it—you that was a mistake that actually worked out. It worked yeah. out,
1: yeah. But I didn't do it again because I didn't <laughs> wasn't confident in that mistake. Oh, but, interesting! Yeah.
0: Have you made any other mistakes when cooking during the holidays? I think that's that's a, a lot of people are afraid of making mistakes, right, when you're cooking a big meal for your family. Um, but you made one mistake that worked out, and maybe other mistakes that you've learned from. Have you made any other mistakes? I'm
1: sure I made a lot of other mistakes. Um, I think. You just correct as you go along, mm-hmm. and after 30-odd years of making turkeys, mm-hmm. um, I don't even remember the mistakes I made. I think I just tweak things a lot. Yeah. Now I'll put a little more spice in the the dressing than I used to, and now I, I put the dressing, you know, I was reading a recipe today where they, the dry dressing or the one that isn't in the turkey, they put eggs on it and some other combination of stuff, so it's not so um, mm-hmm. dry. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I just take juice out of the bottom of the pan from the turkey and squirt it all over it mm. to, to give it flavor from yeah. the turkey and make yeah. it wetter. Nice. And sometimes I end up mixing it with the stuffing because the stuffing comes out really gooey.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it
1: just kind of makes it a little yeah. Cool.
0: yeah.
1: But it's a little, di- little,
0: little things. Little
1: yeah. tricks, but mm-hmm. not really yeah. anything major.
0: Is there any advice you would give yourself or someone starting to cook a holiday feast? Anything in particular you'd, you'd want them to know now that you've had... 30-odd years of experience.
1: <laughs> well, one of the things, really, that we run into trouble with yeah. as I think about it is not having good sharp knives. Oh, yeah. And having your father hack at the turkey to try and cut it, <laughs> slice it. Yep. Um, now he loves the electric knife, so we're good.
0: That's a good trick think, is get know, an electric knife, right? Because yeah. that was I think that was a game changer when he got it that. It was a game yeah. changer for him. Uh-huh, yeah.
1: And he just saws through that thing like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> And that's probably one of the pieces of equipment you need. If you don't have an electric knife, you need a sharp knife. Yeah. And I've never had the best knives. So that's a really important part of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Because at the end when you're in a, in a hurry and you, everything's rushed and you're trying to get it out there and then you're backing away at <laughs> this turkey, it's not pretty.
0: That can be stressful too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh huh. okay so uh is there anything else that we didn't talk about that uh you think we we should know when we're cooking a holiday feast
1: no i think a big thing, just try and enjoy it because yeah. a feast is a it's a feast right it's a feast, and it's about yeah. having family and everybody together and and food plays a big role in all that mm-hmm. so make it the best you can and try mm-hmm. and include everybody and and don't sweat the little things. You know, yeah. If it's not perfect, it's your family. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so just enjoy it yourself. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy it, well, then try and include somebody else to to do some of the work or try and get them interested as well.
0: Uh-huh. So do you enjoy the cooking?
1: I love it. Yeah? yeah.
0: Okay. What do you enjoy most about it?
1: I just enjoy the day. I think I just, yeah. you know, it's not so much the cooking. It's having everybody yeah. around. Okay. And then sitting down at the end and yeah. eating it. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I can see how once once everyone sits down and eats, it's it's sort of like that's, that's the payoff, right? That's mm-hmm. the culmination of all the hard work and everybody getting together.
1: And as much as, as, you know, you worry when you're cooking a dinner like that about ruining something, it's pretty hard to ruin a turkey. Yeah. I mean, unless you undercook it. If you overcook it, you can put lots of gravy on your good. <laughs> like if you, you know, mashed potatoes or potatoes or pretty hard to ruin you know Uh you can keep it pretty simple other than the turkey you don't have to do a lot of really fancy dishes
0: right yeah you can i guess it sounds like you can you have the turkey or whatever the center piece is and then you can kind of mix and match with the side dishes around Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. Uh
1: i know your sister one year made a a really good um sweet potato casserole yeah but she hasn't made it again in that's fine too, because
0: I thought it was good. That was that the one with the pecans and the
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: that was really good. I'm surprised uh, it hasn't come back.
1: I know. Well, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, All I maybe. need are some pecans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite side dish that you make over and over again, or one that you've tried for the first time recently?
1: I love sweet potatoes hmm. in any form, whatsoever. Yeah. So, and but they only seem to go with certain meals yeah. for us, yeah. which is weird. But anyway. Yeah. So, huh. and I love mashed potatoes with gravy. And how often do you really have that these days? Yeah,
0: no, that's true. So, it yeah. kind
1: of goes with a roast beef dinner or yeah. a turkey dinner. But the yeah. gravy thing isn't something people are really into anymore. Because it's yeah. probably for health reasons a lot of the time. Huh. So, a dish, a dinner where you can have meat and potatoes and everything else and just pour gravy all over it is... Mm. <laughs> <It's pretty laughs>
0: yeah, good. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the gravy's key, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, you have that's to make true. to a good gravy, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything you don't like about holiday cooking?
1: I think I really like it all. Yeah, I do. I like it all. I like the fact that we also get good desserts. Yeah, yeah. The pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving is really nice and I don't have to do that. Um, traditionally, you know, in the old days, we, around Christmas, everybody made little sweets. They made Christmas squares and Christmas cookies and Christmas... Pudding and Christmas, this, and that seems to have fallen by the wayside a yeah. bit. People aren't yeah. doing that, I guess, because sweets uh-huh. aren't that good for you. But <laughs> generally, we have a really nice dessert with, with these meals as well. And um, probably, I think, the worst part of the turkey is what your dad ends up doing, which is cleaning up the uh, carcass and everything. Right, okay. It's really messy. Yeah, and, the cleaning. You know, some people make soup out of it, but yep. we, which is brilliant.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: But we've never done that.
0: But the good news is if, you, if you're if you the one cooking, then you have an out for the cleaning, right? Yeah, so a good up is way to, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to get out of the cleanup.
1: Because you're doing everything yeah. at the last minute. You're doing the gravy. You're doing yeah. this. So it makes up for a great mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, we'll leave the cleaning for another episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can you, just your dad.
0: Yeah, for, <laughs> now, for now, we'll just uh, stick to the cooking. So uh, that was really great advice. So thanks so much for uh, sharing that with us.
1: You're very welcome. Hope the dinner turns out tomorrow.
0: I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Well, I can't wait for that heaping plate of gravy smothered goodness. Thanks again to my mom for sharing her knowledge with us and for making the holidays something I look forward to every year. And thank you, listener, for joining us today. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday yourself. Until next time, remember, there's a teacher in everyone you meet.